Church, it's so wonderful to have you again and greetings to you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. And we want to uh, welcome you back to our main service and we want to thank God that we are still able to be connected with you through this online platform. Now today we are continuing the series on the book of Zechariah. And I hope that you have been blessed by the sermon so far. Now two Sundays ago, Pastor Isaac gave a wonderful message on the amazing grace of God that was displayed for us and how God had anointed Joshua to be the high priest. And in Zechariah chapter 3, God had prepared the high priest, ready to serve. But where is the temple? So today, we are going to look into chapter 4. But at the third service, you know, please lock in to Pastor John Ngan's message on chapter 5. So chapter 4 is on the fifth vision of where Zechariah saw the calling of Zerubbabel to continue building the temple which was abandoned for about 16 years. So let us now turn to our Bible to Zechariah chapter 4, verse 1 to 10, to see how God worked His plan through Zerubbabel to complete the building of the temple. So let's look up to the Bible. If you, uh, if you can, look up to the screen and read the Word of God together with me. Zechariah chapter 4, verse 1 to 10. Are you ready? Verse 1. Then the angel who talked with me returned and woke me up. Like someone awakened from sleep, he asked me, What do you see? I answered, I see a solid gold lampstand with a bowl at the top and seven lamps on it with seven channels to the lamps. Also, there are two of the trays by it, one on the right of the bowl and the other on its left. I asked the angel who talked with me, What are these, my lord? He answered, Do you not know what these are? No, my lord, I replied. So he said to me, This is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel, Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord Almighty. Verse 7, What are you, mighty mountain, before Zerubbabel? You will become level ground, then he will bring out the capstones to shouts of God bless it, God bless it. Then the word of the Lord came to me. The hands of Zerubbabel have laid the foundation of this temple. His hands were also completed. Then you will know that the Lord Almighty has sent me to you. Verse 10. Who dares despise the day of small things since the seven eyes of the Lord that range throughout the earth will rejoice when they see the chosen capstone in the hand of Zerubbabel. God bless the reading of His Word. Now, let us pray. Lord, I submit myself to You, and I pray that You anoint my lips to bring forth Your Word in clarity, and Lord, that it will go forth in power to transform life, and also, God, that we can live for you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Now today, the title of my message is Overcoming Mountains. What is a mountain? Mountain is usually 
obstacles that stop your progress or something that hinders you to move forward. Mountain is something that is right in front of you that is very forbidding to reach your goal. As someone put it simply, mountain is a big problem. Now, regardless of your social standing or economic background, each one of us have our individual mountains to overcome. Especially right now with this raging COVID-19 pandemic, many are concerned about our economical vulnerability, you know, financial pressures are piling up, job uncertainty, business impact, you know, relationship, you know, there's uh, problems and domestic issues and family problems and so forth. All these problems become so overwhelming that it may affect our health, it may affect our mind, our emotion, even our own survival. So the question here is, how do I overcome these mountains? I'm going to pick up three points from the passage in Zechariah chapter 4. How do we overcome our mountains? Number one, by synergizing with like-minded people who love God. Secondly, by the power of His Spirit. And third, by not despising small things. Let's look at the first point. Synergize with the like-minded people who love God. In Zechariah chapter 4, verse 2 and 3 that we read, Zechariah saw a lampstand of solid gold with a bowl on top of it, and, and on the lampstand there are seven pipes to the seven lamps. So by the size of the bowl, there were two olive trees, one on the right and the other on the left. Now, by the size of the bowl, there are, uh, there are you know, the two of the trees, the one represents Joshua, the high priest, and the other represents Zerubbabel, the governor. And both of them came together and, you know, and they synergized to produce the oil that to flow continuously into the bowl. So the oil from this bowl then flows down continuously to light up the lamp. Now the lamp stand here is very significant because it provides the only source of light in the Holy of Holies. Without the light, the sacred place will be dark. But once the lamps are lighted up, darkness will have to go. Darkness have no place in the presence of light. You know, some of you are going through darkness right now. But I want to affirm you. I want to assure you that what the Word of God says, darkness have no place in the presence of life. I have this good news for you. The light of life is in you. The moment you accepted Jesus as your personal Savior and Lord, there is a light that is shining in your life. So darkness has no place in you at all. Know that. Believe that and let it sink into your heart and believe that darkness is gone. The light has come. So you need the oil that represents the Holy Spirit to flow continuously into your lives, to keep the light of, you know, of, this, of your life burning and refreshing to lift up your spirit man. 
God wants to affirm you today. You know, He is the light of the world. So whoever follows Him will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. You have the light of life. Now say it, say it to yourself. I have the light of life. Put it in the chat room. I have the light of life. Amen. So what makes it possible for our spirit and soul to be lifted up? You know, there was a young man in our church who was jobless and during MCO time, the chances of him getting a job become more difficult. But thank God, he is, you know, in the company of like-minded people who loves God and in his, in his cell group. You know, his cell leader and the cell members came around him and they pray for him, they pray with him, encourage him not to give up and not to lose hope, but build his faith to trust God for opportunity to be opened up uh, for him. So while he kept applying for job, the cell members kept praying for him. Hallelujah. You know, recently he received an offer letter. He got a new job. And all the cell members, there is a good reason to rejoice with him together. Praise the Lord. So we thank God for the testimony of this young adult. So when he synergizes with all like-minded people who love God, to encourage him, to journey with him, and constant advice not to give up, it pays off. So yes, we need that synergy, my friend. We need the synergy of like-minded people who loves God to light up our life so that we can overcome our mountains with confidence. Amen. Now, how do we overcome our mountains? Secondly, by the power of the Holy Spirit. Let's turn to our text in Zechariah chapter 4, verse 6. It says, not by mind, not by power, but by the Spirit, says the Lord Almighty. Now, I know this is a very familiar text that we, many of us memorize it, and I want you to declare it out, that you can hear it out, and you know, your own voice to declare this particular verse. Are you ready? Not by mind, not by power, but by my Spirit, says the Lord Almighty. The second way to overcome our mountain is by the power of the Holy Spirit. That is what God said to Zerubbabel. You have been using your own way, your own connection, your own wisdom, you know, all the tools that you have uh, learned from successful formulas, and now you have used them up. You have exhausted all the means that you know, yet the temple building remained incomplete. So God is saying to Zerubbabel, no more your way, no more your might, no more your own power. If you want the mountains to be removed, then it is my way and it is by my spirit, says the Lord. In the same way, my friend, you have used up all your mind, you have used up all your connection, your rich experience, your latest and professional skill set that you have learned, you try to manage or pivot your problems, yet it remains unsolved. So God is saying something to you right now, just as He said to Zerubbabel, your way is not His way. 
Your thought is not his thought. You need the power of the Spirit. Say, say it to someone. You need the power of his Spirit. Amen. Now, why the power of the Holy Spirit? You see, Jesus related in Acts chapter 1, verse 6, and told the disciples to wait for the Holy Spirit. And in verse 8, he says, when the Holy Spirit comes, what will happen? You will receive power to be His witnesses. So the Holy Spirit comes to guide, to empower you, and to, you know, to face all your mountains. And look at Jesus' exam- uh, disciples. It's a very good example. You know, they were faced with mountains of persecutions and death threats just because they loved Jesus. So, but when the power of the Holy Spirit came upon them, it gave, the Holy Spirit gave them confidence, gave them strength, gave them assurance to pivot the church to come up from fear and at once the church to exponential growth. Hallelujah. Isn't that Oh, a wonderful power that we need to have. You and I, we need the power of the Holy Spirit. Without the power of the Holy Spirit, it is impossible to overcome obstacles. You know, I received a call from a family that they need help because their home is troubled with disturbances and unrest by evil visitations. So the team of us went to the house and as we you know, move around the house to cleanse the house, we sense the presence of evil spirits in the sun's room. So the sun, you know, he idolizes Dragon Ball, superhero, and he had collection of this merchandise. And as I, as I spoke to the sun, how are you and everything, I asked him, you know, about the room, is he, is he sleeping well, is it okay, you know. He began to open up and share with me what happened to that Dragon Ball, uh, the superhero that, you know, that when he sleeps at night, it would jump out from the picture frame and then would disturb him, to, uh, disturb him and do not allow him to sleep. He was scared stiff and was not able to stop these disturbances. And there were many nights that he could not sleep. And it, you know, it affected his studies. And uh, he dared not tell his parents. And uh, because, you know, he was afraid to be, you know, to be penalized. So what happened? You know, he could not, it kept on disturbing him until this idol became his nightmare. So we led him to a prayer of repentance and renunciation. And, you know, and touching that soul ties with the idol, the, you know, there's a dragon ball. And what happened? It cast out the spirit out from his life. And, you know, we uh, cast out the spirit from the room and covered the blood of Jesus and over him. You know, we got him, you know, to cut off that picture frame, but it's not, you know, it's not cheap, I know. But he cut it off as he renounced it, as he repented. Hallelujah. There was freedom in his life. The next morning, his mother texted me and told me that she had a dream that the evil spirit was so angry with what we had done and they left the house in a hurry. Praise God, there were no more disturbances thereon and though, you know, there was complete peace in the home. Praise God. 
come on, let's praise God for that because, you know, it is not by mind, it is not by our power, but by the Spirit of God that has set this family free. All glory to Jesus. Praise the Lord. Someone, you know, give glory to Jesus because victory belongs to our God. How do you depend on the Spirit of God? In Ephesians chapter 5, verse 18, it says, Be filled with the Spirit to strengthen your spirit man. Let your mind on what the Spirit desires that you will hear Him speak to you. Can you hear Him speak to you today? Do you want to know how you can hear the Holy Spirit speak to you? Let me give you very you know, fundamental or basic points that you can hear from the Spirit. And not only you want, but the Spirit desires you, know, you to do so, and the Spirit desires that you can hear from Him. There is no rocket science formula about it. You know, all you need to do are these three points. The first one, you can hear Him speak through the Word of God. In Psalm 119, verse 105 says, God's Word is a lamp to my feet and the light to my path. So if you are truly serious to overcome your mountains, discipline yourself to set up an encounter with God hour. What do you do in that hour? We wake up early in the morning to worship Him, read the Bible, pray, do some exercises maybe, and then plan your day before you head off to work. Secondly, you want to hear Him speak through prayer. Now, prayer is a powerful packed time to connect with God. You don't want to miss that. Prayer, you know, is important in your life. If you don't pray, it's just like having a handphone without, you know, telco services. How do you feel? Helpless, right? You know, these days without a handphone, you feel helpless. You feel that you are, you know, like a dinosaur, not, not connected at all, right? So, in the same way, prayer is so powerful, you know, and prayer is so important. There is a, power, you know, there is a song that reminds us about prayer. And I want you, you know, if you know this song, I want you to sing together with me. For every time I pray, I move the hands of God. My prayer does the things my hands cannot do. Every time I pray, mountains are removed, my paths are mixed rain, and nations turn to you. Praise the Lord. If you need a kickstart, how to pray? Join prayer altars to stir it up. You know, we have so many altars in our, in our services or in our church. You can join Tuesday prayer altar or you can join the day prayer altar, Thursday night prayer altar, Friday midnight altar, especially those who, are not, who don't sleep early. You can join us at the midnight altar on Friday and just choose one to begin with. Thirdly, true worship songs that you can hear him speak to you. You know, I love to worship. When I worship the Lord, you know, this, with songs, and songs can be so powerful. 
when you sing, you bring down the presence of God, you bring down the glory of God into your room, and you know, when the presence of God is, is there, it paralyzes the works of the devil. So as you lift up your praise and voices to worship Him, He will come to minister to you through the songs you sing and the lyrics that you listen. It will minister to you. So my friends, start working on this proposed discipline. I believe when you apply it, you will hear God speaking to you and soon you are on your way to see breakthrough in your life. Do you want that? You want that breakthrough in your life? Apply discipline to have this God encounter with God hour. So my friends, you may be going through hard times. I don't have the answer for you in your situation. But I have one advice to you. Don't dwell in your presence. Instead, dwell in His presence. Can you repeat that with me? Don't dwell in your problems. Instead, dwell in His presence. When you dwell in His presence, you will hear Him. And He will direct you step by step. You know, just like Asaph, the priest, says in Psalm 73, 16 and 17, and that is his experience with God and his environment at that time. He says, when I try to understand all this, it troubled me deeply. Till I entered the sanctuary of God, then I understood their final destiny. You see, the more we think about our problems, our mind will be blocked. Our minds will be locked up and jammed. And we could not open up, you know, to understand. And we start questioning God. God, are you there? God, why me, Lord? Why me? Why this? Why that? But until I enter into the presence of God, there I see the light. You know, and then as you get closer to God, all the mists, all the folks, foxes in your way, it will be cleared away. I receive, then you will receive clear understanding of God's direction for you. That is the beauty of entering into God's presence. You can experience His peace and the fullness of joy in your circumstances. Now, what will happen when you encounter the Holy Spirit? Now let's turn to our text again in Zechariah chapter 4, verse 7. And what happened when you encounter with the Holy Spirit? And you are able to say these words, What are you, mighty mountain? Before Zerubbabel, the mountains will become level ground. Then he will bring out the capstone to shout off, God bless it! God bless it! Hallelujah! This is the result that will happen to you when you move by the Spirit of God. Then God is working through you to overcome your mountains and make it level to ground zero. God called Zerubbabel to build a temple. God will help Zerubbabel to complete the work. And yes, He did. And by, you know, how He did it, 
that the words that we, that we just read, by laying the capstone. You see, the capstone is the final piece of the stone that links between the arch of the temple building. It is a sign that when you place the capstone in between the arch, it means that the work is completed. It is finished. It is finito. In the same way, whatever your endeavors are, whatever your problems are, God is saying, nothing, my friend, nothing, absolutely nothing can obstruct you to move on. It doesn't matter who and what the oppositions are or how weak your position is. God's grace is sufficient for you. Know that God's grace is sufficient for you, for me. Amen. You know, God shall supply all your needs in the right timing that you want, according to His riches in glory. So to overcome your mountains, when you must be led, then you must be led by His Spirit. Not your way, not your thoughts, but His way, His thoughts, and by His Spirit. Amen? So the key here is, strengthen your spirituality. For God's way is done through you and not by you. Yeah? Can we repeat this? The key here is, strengthen your spirituality. For God's way is done through you and not by you. That means we need to allow His Spirit to take lead, to be in charge and let it work through you. So how do we overcome our mountains? By synergizing with like-minded people who love God, by the power of His Spirit. And the third point is very important. It says in verse 10, Who dares despise the date of small things? What do you mean by that? Take one step at a time. You might not see things moving at your pace. You know, we, we want everything fast. Three in one, two in one, we want everything at our pace. You know, but be patient. God is saying, it is not your pace, but my pace. You may have prayed daily, but the mountain is still there. Your prayer is still unanswered. And you start questioning, God, are you there? God, are you listening to my prayer? My friends, don't despise the day of small things because what God has started in you, He promised to journey with you even through the darkest valley of death. He says, do not fear for I am with you. I want you to exercise perseverance. Just be patient and wait. You know, when I was uh, preparing this message, I just have the word of God that says, you know, to some of you who want to give up, the Lord says, don't give up. Take a pause. Stop that. Don't give up. Exercise perseverance. Be patient. God is working something out. I know we have given you, you know, to come into the presence of God. You had tried so many other things that you failed. God is saying, you haven't tried this. That is to enter into my presence. So I want you to do that. This is the word of God for you to those who are in the verge of giving up. Stop there and listen to what God says. He wants to do something new in your life. Now, just like SIBKL, 
we started small. 26 years ago, we have less than 15 people, but 26 years later, we have overcome so many mountains, and today we are what we are. So don't despise the day of small beginnings. God will begin to remove the mountain, rock by rock, stone by stone. Just don't give up. Don't give up. Everybody says, don't give up. Now, I understand that many people are feeling, you know, uh, not stable in the heart because some are losing their job. Some, you know, their career is in question, especially young adults. You're changing job or starting a new relationship, starting from a lower pay or reduce to have a bare minimum. Don't despise the small beginnings because God can use the small beginnings that you're in right now and make something better, if not greater. You know, I have a testimony that I received from Alice, who is a volunteer of our community center. Now, during the MCO period, everything stands still for her event business. So in June this year, she says that uh, she has to reschedule the event uh, from September 2020 to June 2021. Oh, that means she doesn't have any income for the next 12 months. That will affect her financially. So how is she going to survive? She saw the Lord and she received an idea to start a food business which she has no experience but she has interest in. You know, she did not seek for any advice from business guru to reflect with some reasoning questions to do what she wants to do. But she has, you know, even though she has no access to all this reasoning, but what she has is she believes the idea is from God. It is a small beginning for her. So God is so good when she put the project into action. You know, God connected her with the right people to assist her to get the business plan working and also the finance that is needed. So within one month, she got the product ready to market and her business is progressing very well. You know, from a small beginning, she's telling me that her business right now is expanding to Penang, to Saramban, and even in uh, planning to go to Malacca and Johor next. So praise the Lord for Alice. You know, I'm so encouraged by her faith in God to start small. Those of you, you may be seeking for a job or a business direction. You may be going through difficult times. Be encouraged to know when you begin to pray and fill up your spirit band. Remember, it is by the power of the Holy Spirit that is going to lead you to become an overcomer. Let us believe that in the coming days, God will birth forth new ideas, new strategies, and new opportunities to build up your business again. God is working. He will surely give you an answer. So be strong. As a song that we, that we just sang, mountains will be removed. Paths will be made straight for you for every time you pray. So have faith in God and don't despise the small things to begin with. Lastly, in verse 10, 
the second part of verse 10, it says that since the seven eyes of the Lord that range throughout the earth will rejoice when they see the chosen capstone in the hand of Zerubbabel. Praise God. The eyes of the Lord watches over all the corners of the earth. And God is sovereign. God is in control. No matter where you are, no matter what you are going through, know this, that God is for you. And you, because you are very special, you are the apple of His eyes, and He is watching over you. My friends, God is on your side to ensure your victory. The battle is not yours alone. The battles that you are facing belongs to God. So right now, I want you, you know, to rise up from your seat, to rise up or sit up straight or wherever you are, you know, just give just a short moment of time to just come together and sing this powerful song together with the worship team. Come, let us see a victory that is coming our way. Praise the Lord. I want you to see your victory that's coming. Amen. Now, in summary, I want you to synergize with like-minded people who love God and be powered by the Holy Spirit. Let us not give up. Always trust God for every time you pray, God is working a victory for you. So I want you to remain standing with me as we look to God in prayer and declare that He is our God and He is our victory. Let's pray. Father God, I thank you, God, for every word that brings us hope. The word is affirming that you are working a way to overcome all our mountains. We put our trust on you alone that you will lead us out from all our problems. We want to commit every mountains that we face to you. Lord, grant us your peace as we continue to put our faith in you alone. And now, may the love of our Father, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you till we meet again. In Jesus' name, Amen. Now, those of you who need prayer support for the mountains that you're facing now, I want to encourage you to go into our sibkl.online.church and our pastors and ministry team are waiting to pray for you and pray with you. So, stay safe, stay healthy, and stay connected with us. See you next week.